Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. And how much of where you are is because you're holding yourself back or fear is holding you back. Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, we'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive, so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome. And thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Cornercast. And we are talking about one of my favorite F words. You have ever been in any sort of coaching with me or truly listened to this podcast enough You know I have some favorite F words, but we're not talking about that one today. We're talking about fear, and we're talking about how to actually handle the fear that comes up in order to actually go after your goals and your dreams. So I want to share something with you guys that you may or may not realize, and that is no matter where someone is in their career or life or otherwise, no matter how successful they may seem from the outside, or if they're even truly successful, every single person has fears and doubt and feels imposter syndrome. Everyone feels it. So the difference in someone who is successful and someone who is not is that they don't let that fear stop them. And as silly and as simple as that may sound, it's the truth. I will tell you that every single time I create something new, every single time I do something new, every time I enter into a new level of growth, Every time I just start something that is uncomfortable or new, (laughs) I'm scared. And before doing it and before the actual action of the creating takes place or the, the doing, the physical doing of the thing, I doubt myself and I hear the voices of what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't succeed? What if you create this and nobody wants it? So I'm sharing this because I think it's important to bring to light the reality that no matter where someone is, they still feel these things. 
And when I feel these things, I acknowledge them, but I just don't let them dictate what my actions are. But for many of you and a a very large majority of my clients, this is something that they are consistently held back by is fear. The what if, or even digging into, well, how? How will I actually get there? Who am I to create that or do that? And in listening to that voice, it becomes an obstacle that is so deeply felt. And that voice is so very, very loud that we listen to it. And when we listen to it, We don't reach our goals. Our dreams aren't accomplished. And the impact that we want to make doesn't happen. So I really just want you to sink into the the realization that the only difference in somebody who you view as successful and you is that they are not acting from a place of fear. And even though they have those thoughts and feel those things, It doesn't dictate the choices that they make. I always repeat to myself, just see the fear and and do it anyways. Because for me, if I zoom out, the alternative to me not creating something is that somebody suffers. Somebody who needs what I have to offer will not get it. And that's not fair to them. Why am I hoarding my skills, my talents, my gifts, my abilities? And that's truly, when you flip the perspective, it's a bit selfish. And it's not what we're meant to do. When we're put here, we are meant to forever grow and change and evolve. And so, If we learn something new and we implement something new and we grow, it is our job to teach other people and to help other people. The majority of us are helpers and fixers. We love to do that. It's all about channeling that and having it be the actual most beneficial way for who you are. But I don't think I've ever talked to someone that's like, man, I hate helping people. Everybody wants to help. Everybody wants to alleviate discomfort or take away pain or make somebody's life better in some way. That's why we do like everything that we do. And so if you have this idea and you're keeping it to yourself because you're scared, who is suffering? Who are you letting Continue to live a life in a way that's not as beneficial because you're scared to speak up. When I put it that way to myself, I'm like, I have to do this. I don't have a choice. And so I'm able to to say, okay, I see the fear. I understand where the fear comes from. It sucks. But I'm going to do it anyways. Because if I do it anyways, then what happens? When I create 
anything that I create, I create from a place of excitement. I create from a place of this is going to change someone's life. Mostly because the place that I create from is from my own growth and because it's something that I've walked through. And when I intake new information, I am so quick to turn it around and say, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I need to share it with everyone. And that's why you see things like my group coaching program. That's why you see things like my membership. That's why you see things like the master classes that I teach, because this is information that I can't just keep to myself. I need to give it to you so your life is better. So if you think about all of the fear that you felt in your life, all the times that you've, whether, whether it's something like you're scared to speak up, whether it's something like you're scared to create a new path in, within the workplace that you're in, whether it's you're scared to step outside of that workplace and create something new, there's fear because you don't know what it looks like when you make that choice. And so I want to tell you to stop focusing on what the end result may or may not be and start focusing on the journey. I used to create from a place of that end result. Here's the goal. Here's what I want to hit. Here's how many people I want in this. And now I create from that place of excitement because I know that the things that I create have so much value that they create real transformations. And because of that, I'm so confident in my abilities and my work that I don't need the validation of the end result. I know what I create is good. Because I've felt it, because I've walked through it, and I've, I've been changed by it. I want to share two different stories with you about this that probably you can relate with. The first story is a client of mine who came to me, and when she came to me, she wanted to quit her job. She was unfulfilled. She knew that she was meant for more. She knew that something was missing. And so she had always been such a high achiever as most of my clients are. And it was just like, okay, well, what's the next, what's the next step here? Where do I, you know, I'm just doing this thing. And it's like almost a sense of as silly as it sounds like boredom. Like this is not like, this is it. Like. How many of you are waking up and being like, this is it? This is what I'm here for? It's not. There's more. And so she had this sense and this intuition of like, there's something more. But she had the habit of jumping from one thing to another thing. And it's still not being the right thing for her. And so what we did is obviously we focused on creating space in her life and her reconnection with herself. And from that, what we really dove into was what kind of box are you putting yourself in? What kind of beliefs do you have about your own abilities within the job that you do have? Because there was glimmers when we would talk of like things that would excite her within the company that she's at. And so 
basically what it came down to is she was having some fears about stepping outside what she was supposed to be doing. And what ended up happening is we decided that we were going to face those fears. We decided that speaking up in meetings and actually going to her boss and saying, these are the things I'm interested in and these are the things that I'm not. And, you know, how do I get more involved with this and how do I delegate this? And what ended up happening was incredible because they created a whole new role for her, which came with her being able to do more things that she enjoys. And it also came with a big fat raise, which hell yes to women making more money. We all know how I feel about that. But it's just interesting because that fear of speaking up and possibly somebody saying no kept her in a place of unhappiness and thinking that she wasn't in the right space. So if you're in a job that you're not enjoying, why are you not enjoying it? And how much like wiggle room do you have that you may not see? And how much of where you are is because you're holding yourself back? Or fear is holding you back. So if you can just recognize that it's fear holding you back, awareness is always the first step. That's how we banish the fear. That's how we get rid of it is first we're aware that this is actually fear that's holding me back. I'm scared of what could happen. I'm scared of success. I'm scared of making more money. I'm scared of the lack of stability that comes with opening my own business. I'm scared of losing safety. These are all valid fears that we feel. And so in that example, she faced those fears and was rewarded. And I have another client that I'm working with. And we started on the path of self-discovery and getting her reconnected with herself and building a better relationship with herself and creating space in her life to where she was in a position of considering she is somebody who has been on medication for anxiety and depression, which I think it's important to preface and say that if you are, that's okay. It's helpful and it's made for a reason. So this is not against that whatsoever. She was someone that had been on medication and then had gotten off medication. And when she started with me, she was considering going back on medication because she had continued to be anxious and depressed and it was affecting all areas of her life. So basically her path so far, we're still working together has been that reconnection with herself, a recognition of what she values, a putting some structural changes in her external reality within her habits and her routines and prioritizing herself. And within that, she has become so different and everything around her is different, including her relationship with her partner. Because she's taking better care of herself and because she feels better. So she feels great. 
And there was still kind of like that feeling of something's missing, right? Like just everything's good and not the feeling of everything's good. I'm waiting for something bad to happen because we've all felt that. But the actual feeling of like, I'm okay. Like life is good, but something is off, right? It's just like this little inkling we have. That's our intuition, which is from what I've found so many times that call for more, that call for, okay, you did it. You're taking care of yourself. You have space. And what happens when we have space and we reconnect with ourselves, we start to hear and want to honor that intuition again, because we hadn't been. And so she made the choice not to go back on medication. She doesn't feel that she needs to. We worked really hard on her normalizing the feelings of anxiety and depression because as a complete side note, these are things that we all feel. And often a lot of people that are struggling with anxiety and depression, instead of being accepting and recognizing that these are normal feelings that everybody feels in some capacity, it it turns to judgment. Like you're judging yourself like something's wrong with you and that's not the case whatsoever. So in moving to her feeling better in her life and her, again, having that, her intuition, like being turned back on, there was like an inkling of, okay, you know, something's missing. There has to be more than this. And so we started to talk and dig into her work a little bit. And basically what came from this was you can step outside what you're doing right now and begin your own business and create more freedom and financial stability for yourself by making this move. And so we made this choice and it's been like a couple steps forward and then one step back and a couple steps forward and one step back. And the one step back is always caused by fear for her. For her, it's a lot of imposter syndrome. Like, why, who am I to do this? And the thing, the thing about it is, is that rationally and logically she knows, well, who am I to do this? I'm, she's, she's creating her own business that is her business with what she's doing already. She's just doing it not working underneath someone else. And so there's really no difference except removing that person above. But there's a lot of there's a lot of mindset drama that happens when you decide to create your own path. And this is another reason why I do not call myself a life coach or a business coach anymore. This is a big reason why I spend so much time focusing on the person because you are your success. You are your business. You, everything is created from you. And so even in clients that have businesses that we are actively building their businesses, we spend a good portion of our calls together talking about them and getting them to a good place and dealing with these fears. 
So with this client, it's the reminding of seeing the fear and doing it anyways. And the reminder of what she is doing is very important. And to be honest, because of what she does, can not just transform somebody's life, but actually save somebody's life. And so when you feel called to do something more, be something more, when you don't honor that, someone suffers. And so to get rid of her fear, we had to bring that back into perspective, which is something that you can do when you are struggling with the fear that's holding you back. That perspective and zooming out and seeing how your action ripples out to ripples that you will never even see. I don't know every single person who is on the other end of listening to this right now. But what I do know and what I do believe is that the words that we need to hear and the things that we need to see are there, but we have to be actively looking for them. What you seek is what you find. And if you seek success and if you seek a life that is more fulfilling and more free, then the resources that you need to make that happen are there if you are looking for them. So the perspective of if you don't do this, who suffers besides you? Because that's a whole different thing is that when you are in this place of recognizing hey, I I need to do this thing, but it feels really scary. So I'm just going to procrastinate or I'm going to distract myself with other things. I can't tell you how many clients that I've had that we've had to do something new or hard and they've procrastinated. And then they come to the next session. They're like, I didn't do it because this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, how did you feel not doing it? It's like uncomfortable. I kept thinking about it. And I'm like, well, if you would have just done it, then how would you have felt? And they're like, damn it. (laughs) I wouldn't have felt like shit for the last two weeks because then it would have just been done. So you're going to sit in that place of discomfort until you honor your intuition and your calling. And so with this client, what we opened up for her is a path of understanding that it's not about us when we are leaders as much as it is about the people that we lead. They need your words. And so when you make yourself small and think nobody's listening, or think that you're going to create this thing and nobody's going to buy it, or you think that when you speak up in a meeting and nobody's going to listen, and you make yourself small, you are saying that the people on the receiving end of that don't deserve your words or your power or your creation. So you get rid of and banish the fear by changing your perspective and recognizing that 
There are ripples that will go miles and miles that you may not see, but they will happen. You banish the fear by remembering that the discomfort that you feel that is fear will remain until you act upon it and until you move forward. And you banish your fear by seeing the fear, acknowledging it, and choosing to listen to the voice that has brought you the success that you have. Because that voice is much smaller than the ones that tell us that we are not valuable or not significant or not good enough. Your words, your skill, your story, your gifts, they matter. And no matter what you are afraid of happening on the other side, you will never control what happens on the other side. But you can control whether you put your goodness out into the universe. And I will always choose that. I will always choose the discomfort of not knowing what will happen when I put something out there rather than just keeping it to myself. Because if I could help one person with something that I create or something that I post or this podcast or whatever it is, then I am acting upon what is my calling and my purpose. So I invite you today to banish the fears that are holding you back and say yes to the thing you want to say yes to and speak up about the thing that feels important to you and create the thing that's in your heart. And if you want to tell somebody about it, I'm here to listen. But just know that no matter how successful somebody is, they feel it too. I feel it too. So you're never alone. And if you need help to work through this, currently as I'm recording this, I have one one-on-one coaching spot, I believe, for the first quarter of the year. And if you're interested in that, you can email me or shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can see if we align and if you're a good fit for my coaching. So I'm always here to answer questions, to help in whatever way that I can. Thank you for listening. I would love, absolutely love if you would share this, take a screenshot and share it on your social media because we all feel this fear and it's important for us to recognize our true impact and that we can't keep this stuff that we're meant to share to ourselves. So take a screenshot, tag me, let me know your takeaways, all of those things. And I will see you guys next week. Talk to you guys next week, whatever. And just remember, I see you, I hear you, and I'm always with you. Talk to you soon, guys. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. 
This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.